All right, guys, it's happening. Urban Meyer is officially in Duval County, making decisions, kicking ass, taking names, ordering Uber Eats, and returning it with no remorse. The Jaguars have officially hired Joe Cullen as defensive coordinator, Daryl Bevel as offensive coordinator. They officially hired interim GM Trent Balky as full-time GM. Let's get into it. So let's first start with the GM. Just to give you a quick idea on who Trent Balky is, he's the guy who traded a six-round pick for Blaine Gabbert. Let that sink in. So let's look into the pros and cons of this Balky as GM situation. My last video, I made a video about potential GMs that can come to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trent Balky was not on that list because I didn't think the Jaguars would go there. But they went there, and they went there hard. The first thing I want to talk about could be a pro or con, depending on how you look at it. With this hire, this means that Urban Meyer is calling the shots, and that Trent Belke will be the paperwork guy dealing with salary cap contracts and things like that. So this could be a pro because Urban Meyer can build the Jaguars how he envisions it, which means Tim Tebow's coming for QB coach. See, if you're jumping past it, it's just way more accurate. I think when Urban Meyer got hired, Tim Tebow came out and said he wasn't joining Urban Meyer's coaching staff. Thanks, Tim but nobody asked. The negative to this situation is that it could put too much on Urban Meyer's plate his first time in the NFL as a head coach. But I'd imagine when Shad Khan made this decision, he wanted a head coach-centric team, and he was comfortable with this. And he wanted the coach to have more power. Geez, Coughlin and Caldwell really tarnish his idea of a GM. Let's take a look at Balky's resume. He started with the Jets in Washington, but his first GM gig was with the 49ers. He went on to hire John Harbaugh, who was a college coach, and the team went 6-10 and to 13-3 and in their first year, losing in the NFC Championship. The next year, they went to the Super Bowl and lost. The year after that, they went to the NFC Championship game, but lost again. Then it went downhill after that. After finishing 8-8, eight and eight, reports are that Balky and Harbaugh were beefing, so he hired Jim Tom Sula, who went 5-11. and 11. He got fired the next year. Then he hired Chip Kelly, who went 2-14, and 14, and they both got canned. You may look at the resume and be like, a Super Bowl appearance and two NFC championships? What could be so bad about this guy? Well, we have to look at the draft picks he made. He made a total of 61 picks, and over half of those guys have been released from the 49ers. He took a bunch of questionable players, a bunch of players with ACL tears and injury histories, and they just did not pan out in the NFL. Most notably drafting AJ Jenkins in the first round who never even caught a pass from the 49ers. There were some players he drafted that were part of that 2019 Super Bowl team, starting with Jimmy Ward, who struggled under Balky's regime, but under the new regime, he flourished as a safety. Another guy, Eric Armstead, struggled with Balky's regime, but in 2019 he had a career year. He drafted DeForest Buckner, who's not on a team anymore, but he played well enough to earn a contract from the Colts. And then he also signed Raheem Mustard as an undrafted free agent. He only had six yards while Belke was there, but nonetheless, he gets credit for that pickup. And to be totally fair, when you look at most GM's resumes, there's some good and some bad. So I'm willing to give this guy a shot before I completely write him off. Now, I don't believe he will be in the same position that he was with the 49ers. I believe Urban Meyer will have the final say in all decisions. I think he'll be in the process of making decisions with Urban Meyer, but ultimately, Urban Meyer will have the power to say yes or no to whatever decision he wants for the team. This move also shows that Urban Meyer is not being a control freak that everybody thinks he was going to be. At least not yet. Give it a few years and he'll move the Jacks to Ohio. But Urban Meyer knows this is his first NFL gig, and he still has a lot more to learn about the NFL, salary cap, and things like that before he takes on too much and 
becomes the next Bill O'Brien and just burns the whole house down. What previously went wrong with the Jaguars was their structure and power. When Tom Coughlin was hired to oversee all football operations, he was in charge of overseeing every move, and we did not know who was responsible for what move. Which is why I think Shad Khan wants a more hands-on approach to this new regime so we don't piss off all our players and just ship them off to other teams. The GM and head coach relationship is extremely important for the Jaguars' success coming up this next year and years down the road. Maybe this one year the GM pool candidates went down the drain because we hired a head coach for us and nobody knew if they could work with Urban Meyer. But according to the press conference, Urban Meyer really likes Trent Baalke and they're going with it. This could be even be a one-year thing. Urban Meyer dips his toes into the NFL and kind of figures out what he wants out of his GM relationship and we move on from Trent Baalke. I don't know. This isn't the most typical power structure, but it does work. Let me know what you think of this hire. Are you cool with Trent Baalke as our GM and support the power structure we have? Or would you rather go on with another GM and kept it more traditional? Balky and Urban Meyer's first decision together was to hire Joe Cullen as defensive coordinator and Daryl Bevel as offensive coordinator. Let's start with Joe Cullen. Not only does Joe Cullen have 30 years of coaching experience, he was also found naked in a Wendy's drive-thru. Living the dream, Joe. But still, to make a comeback from a traumatic experience like that, it's pretty impressive. I once knew a guy who went fully clothed to a Jaguars game and wasn't the same sense. Cullen has basically been a defensive line coach every team he's been on, but he's been a relatively successful one. In 2006 with the Lions, he had four different players reach career-high sack numbers. In 2010 with the Jaguars, he didn't have much to work with, but the Jags ranked sixth in yards allowed. And remember Jeremy Mincy, the guy who used to rap as a side hustle and just wasn't good at it? He also got eight sacks out of him and... That's pretty impressive. In 2013, he went on to coach the Browns, and they had 41 sacks that year. And then the year after that, he went to Tampa, where they ranked 7th in combined sacks and tackles for a loss. In 2016, he went to the Ravens. And this year, the Ravens were 14th in the NFL in sacks with 39, 6th in passing yards allowed, and 8th in rushing yards allowed. So you can see where Joe Cullen was a D-line coach. His dudes have been pretty successful. But here, he's going to be the defensive coordinator. So he's going to be calling the shots for the first time in his coaching career. But with him coming as defensive coordinator, we can possibly be switching to a 3-4 defense. If that is the case and more information comes out, we could take a deeper look into what the defense would look like under a 3-4 defense. So he doesn't have any coordinator experience. But again, I'm not going to write him off unless he gives us a reason to. Plus, he's taken over Todd Wash, so anything positive is going to be good for us. Now, let's look at offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel. The guy who's most notably known for not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl, opting to pass it, and they got picked off by Malcolm Butler in the end zone, and they lost the game. And when asked about this play call, he proceeded to say Ricardo Laco should have been more aggressive, so he's sticking to his chops. But we can't judge a man on one play call. Just like we can't judge a man who makes out with his cousin. We got to look at the whole picture. Here's a look at his offensive DVOA rankings as an offensive coordinator. Most notably top 5 and top 10 from 2012 to 2015 with the Seattle Seahawks. His first NFL gig was a quarterback coach with the Green Bay Packers when Brett Favre was the quarterback. Then he went out to be Minnesota's offensive coordinator where he reunited with Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson was emerging as the NFL's top running back. It seems that wherever Bevel goes, he wants to establish a balanced attack with running and passing. So pairing him with James Robinson and Trevor Lawrence sounds pretty exciting. Depending on who you talk to, Bevel is either a good hire or a bad hire. But from what I'm finding on the interwebs is most people like this hire. In the previous teams he's been on, the fans seem to say positive things about him. It's proven that he can be a good offensive coordinator with the right pieces around him. It's not the most sexy hire, but it could be the right hire. But again, at the end of the day... Urban Meyer is the one here making the choices. And in Urban Meyer we trust, Jaguars finally have their 2021 coaching staff. Thank you all for watching. Let me know in the comment section below what you think of these hires. Is there somebody else you had in mind? 
or are you okay with these decisions? Thank you to everyone who has subscribed to my channel. Your support means a lot to me. Don't forget to hit the like button and I'll see you next video. Thank mm -hmm. you.